Hello, and thank you for joining us at the Heights Podcast. My name is Lee. I'm a lead pastor here at Heights. I'm joined with Pastor Matt Hogan, who is over our worship ministries. And here in our podcast, uh, we have various resources for you. You can go back and listen to previous sermons and then find episodes like this in which we take a, a topic of the faith and just help you grow a little bit in it, give you some practical insights and tools and resources just to help you continue uh, growing in your faith. So thank you to uh, for joining us for episode number 15. And this episode is in line with our Healthy Habits sermon series in which we are moving through the fe- uh, month of February, uh, talking about different spiritual habits that we can build in our lives and grow to be more healthy spiritually as Christians. And so right now we're talking about the Bible and, you know, Matt, thank you for joining us as always. And uh, it's been a good series, a challenging series to kind of think through prayer and sharing your faith and now the Bible. And we've got one uh, coming up next on fasting. I know that's going to be like the most downloaded episode ever, right? <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to love the fasting talk. But uh, for this episode, we want to talk a little bit about the Bible and just some practical uh tools, ways that we can read the Bible, pick a Bible, pick a plan, maybe some, you know, obstacles we have in reading our Bible. Um, so thanks for joining me, and let's let's dive in here. So be here. Uh, one of the hardest things I have in the Bible is there's 66 books. So when it comes time to figure out um, what to read, how do I know what to read? There's 66 books. You just open the Bible, right? You just let it fall sure. open. No, forever. no, that's not a good idea. I know there's some people who try like, oh, I'm just going to open and put my ver- you know, finger down. And that's what the Lord tells me to do that day. So context always matters. You don't want that like, dear Lord, you know, kick that person in the teeth. Like, <laughs> so, so how do we, how do we know? Cause that, that is something that's hard in Bible reading is yeah, so where much. do I start? Where do I start? What do I do? What do you think? Well, and especially think about that person who might be new yeah. to God's word. Yes. And they're thinking, okay, well, I'm going to start at Genesis 1. Right. Now, on the one hand, like the theologian in me knows that like Genesis 1 and 2, Genesis 1, 2, and 3 sets the stage for like the whole story of the Bible. And it's really, really important. Right. But you get a few chapters into Genesis and you're going to be in, you're going to be lost. And then after that comes uh, Exodus, which is a really interesting beginning of the book yeah. and then it's like 20 chapters of blueprints right and then you get into leviticus and it's nothing about uh, barbecue recipes for god's <laughs> people you know and then it's numbers and so yeah. it's like if you start at the beginning and you don't really have like a plan yeah it's going to be hard so right. uh the, the easiest way to get started reading the bible is to use the U version bible app mm-hmm. uh, the bible app uh, by U version yeah and get a plan you mm-hmm. can do it socially like you can right. like put yourself in groups with other people that you know that yeah. use the app and you can do plans together um, you can just go to do a list um, the plan that I use is a plan from you version that I that I read every single day mm-hmm. <coughs> and it'll just let you know it'll just give you something yeah you know one of the re- one of the the reasons that I like the particular plan that I use is that there's always you know every single day there's something to read I don't have to have that day where I'm like oh well I finished this book and I don't really know where to go next and I need to pray about yeah. it. So I didn't get it done today. No, right. it's like, there's always something to read. Yeah. Good. And I, you mentioned new believers. I think that's a key point. 
I don't counsel new believers to jump into Genesis, you know, because of what you said. You know, I mean, Genesis 1 through 3, you got it. Genesis 4, and it becomes an HBO movie, like from there on out real fast. And then, you know, people just give up by Leviticus because they're like, now I can't eat what? I mean, it just, it gets weird after that. So I usually tell people new in their faith or people who haven't read in a long time, jump into Mark. Okay. Okay. Um, Mark's great. It's 16 chapters. It's short. There's not a lot of teaching. I mean, there's a lot of action in Mark. So it, it reads like a social media account now. And you get to see the power and the authority of Jesus in Mark. You know, somebody that's maybe got a little bit of a church background, John's good. Uh, but John has a lot of symbols, a lot of imagery. So a lot of for theology. A lot of theology. So for somebody that's brand new, that has no church background, I mean, you got Jesus saying, I'm the light, I'm the bread, you know, eat my flesh, drink my blood. And people can go like, <laughs> whoa, what's going on? So Mark's just a good starting point. I agree with you on the version app. Um, the one thing I'll encourage people on is pick up, I mean, there, there's a lot of plans like on a plan on anxiety or fear, and those are good. They, they've got their place, but like pick a plan that's going to take you through a book of the Bible also, uh-huh. you know, don't just read a verse and then a devotion and call it Bible reading, you know, uh-huh. like read the whole chapter around that verse, not just one quick verse and you're done today. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, put some effort into it. So uh, version's a great, great app, you know, and I, again, I would say for somebody who hadn't been in in a while or, or just brand new, like Mark's a solid spot to start. Um, but there's all kinds of Bibles. Yeah. So true. how do we know which one to pick? <laughs> now we have a whole, our first podcast episode was actually, we spent a lot of time on this question. On, on which translations are good and you but, know, not but I, so good. But I was thinking again, especially for somebody who's kind of new to the Bible, right? like this is probably an important thing to just touch on real quick. Because a lot of the Bible apps, like if you pick up a Bible as some kind of electronic Bible app, the default might be King James. Right. And the reason for that is because King James is over 400 years old. Yeah. And it's in public domain, so there's no copyright. Right. And so, but the problem is, again, King James is a wonderful translation that's over 400 years old. (laughs) The English language has changed quite a bit in 400 years. And and so you might want to find something that you're a little more comfortable with. And so if if you're like, I don't know where to go, I would say uh, English Standard Version is a great one. That's the one that we use as our like main Bible on Sunday morning here at Heights. Uh, New International Version is very well known and very popular. That's a good place to be. uh, there's there's one called the uh, oh it, it used to be called Holman but what's it called now? It's CSB. CSB. Yeah, that's another great yeah, one. Yeah. Those are all great Bibles. They're great translations, and they're going to be a lot more readable mm-hmm. than something like a King James or even like a New American Standard, mm-hmm. which is the Bible that I grew up with. Yeah. Um, and the Bible that you know my pastor growing up, he's that's the the Bible that he used, and that was what we used at home. But even that one can be like kind of wooden or kind of hard to understand yeah. sometimes yeah so just get, get a bible that you're comfortable reading yeah and that's good and like you said that that first episode we did we really broke down each translation some positives negatives yeah. you know with that so i encourage folks to go back uh, read that and and i like esv that's what i preach from niv you know like you said it's good uh king james i've used that before but you know, thou didn't know what he was reading sometimes. <laughs> you know? So right. if you if you speak the King's English today, like, you know, feel free, run, run right along. So, so we've got a plan, we've got a translation and we start reading some things and how do we know what we're reading? We get tripped up, get some hard passages. 
What do we what do we do here? Well, one of the first things I would recommend is is have a have a study Bible mm-hmm. or a study Bible app. Now, study Bible is going to have notes right. for all the verses. Yeah. And those notes are going to answer kind of some of your most common questions. They'll give you a little more background into what you're reading. And yeah. so kind of at a glance, in fact, a lot of the study Bibles I have, they have the notes there on the page. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you read the text and you're like, and there will be a footnote there and you'll be like, wait, what's going on here? And down on the bottom, the, the person who's the publisher will unpack that a little bit. It's kind of like having a little tiny commentary that runs along right. the bottom of the page, yeah. you know, and so that way, and that's, so you can have that at a glance without having to spend a whole lot of money on uh, Bible commentaries that are, that are more like scholarly, mm-hmm. you know, cause those are expensive and it's, sometimes it's hard to know what you're reading, you know? Right. And so, so a study Bible or a study Bible app, I think is, is good to have, is good to have. And then of course, the other thing is, um, that is what church and pastors and life group and life group leaders are for. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want our churches to always be safe places to ask questions about the right. Bible. Yeah. And we should always be willing to dig into tough topics and hard questions. Yeah. You know, and so hopefully all of us are, are uh, walking with Jesus in a community, yeah. you know, in, in a church where we're uh, engaging with the scriptures in a group of people and, and we can and we can ask those questions, yeah. you know. And so you, you go to somebody who has been walking with Jesus longer or somebody who's had a little more education and they can help you with those things. Yeah, no, that's good. I think to think through it is there's all, you know, when I I teach my how to study the Bible classes here, there is a reason the author of the Bible wrote the passage, you know, so there's one interpretation that's correct. There's many applications. Right. And so when I study it's not good just to study in isolation because, you know, you may be interpreting incorrectly or applying incorrectly. It is good to get into community, be able to hear those questions, answer those questions, ask those questions, hear it taught, and learn how to, learn how to read yourself with it. And so that's why for me, and it's, I, gosh, I've been, I think, pastoring for about 16 years now, 16, 17 and so I know I'm only 43, but this is going to make me sound old manish. <laughs> is when I started, th- there were no Bible apps on your phone. You know, there wasn't the iPad on your phone. So it was open your Bibles. And I love to hear the, the turning of the pages. Uh-huh. And now it's like, open your Bibles or turn on your Bible. And over, you know, now I'm looking for the glow out there. Like, yep. <laughs> like who's yep. glowing on me? But for me, like... Bring your Bible to church. Mm-hmm. Bring your Bible to life group. Open it up or turn it on. Right. Put your finger on the text. Mm-hmm. Because all of our, you know, for me personally, a lot of our life group teachers here, we move through text and scripture. That teacher needs that accountability yep. of you looking at that. But you need to learn as we're going through it, how to read it, how to see where we're getting these things from. And so, I, I mean, I, I just want to encourage our listeners that we're, when you go to church, like bring your Bible. I know we put words on the screen for you, but that's not good enough. Like get, learn to get your finger on the text. Learn yeah. to use, I, I think of it this way, learn to use your tool. The Bible is your tool. Learn to use it like you would learn at home to, man, that hammer, I know how to grip that thing. I know how to hold that saw. Like same thing with the Bible, you know, and so that's good. So with your plans, like how do you, how do you, how do you consume scripture? How do you work through plans and, and 
and, and just study? Well, my plan is kind of weird, but it's the only thing I've ever, it's what works for me. Okay. And I would, so I would say, uh, my caveat for this is like, find something that works for you. Yes. Um, when I was, when I was young, when I was in youth group, somebody told me I was probably in the seventh grade and somebody told me, um, you have to read your Bible first thing in the morning because that's what Jesus did. <laughs> and then I went over a decade, right. never reading my Bible because I couldn't get up early enough in the morning. Yeah. And began, and I, I internalized that as a kid, right. you know, and by, with some very well-meaning yeah. youth, yeah. youth leader, youth volunteer. And I was like, oh, well, if I can't get up early enough, I guess I, can, I, I can't do this because this is the wrong. No, 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 mm -hmm. no. There's no right or wrong way to, to, to build a habit of being in God's word. You got to find what works for you. Right. So what actually works for me is I read 10 chapters a day from 10 different places in scripture. Okay. And so it's like, I'm reading the gospel and I'm reading out of the Pentateuch and I'm reading out of the prophets and I'm reading a Psalm and I'm reading a proverb. I'm mm -hmm. reading from Acts. Yeah. You know, so, so it's, what, I, what the reason I like that and, and what it allows you to do is, is you read them, you don't speed read them or skim them, um, but you read quickly. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that you're just constantly reading and rereading mm -hmm. uh, passages as you're going through this list and you're starting to see how they connect with each other. Mm. The reason I like that approach to scripture is um, my mind tends to wa wander and I have a hard time focusing. Mm -hmm. And so because the genre keeps changing right one minute i'm in acts one minute i'm in matthew one minute i'm in genesis one yeah. minute i'm in the psalms um and so i don't have to stay focused you know for for too long in one spot okay and so i can there, there's 10 different things going on so i'm sort of multitasking yeah my approach to scripture the other thing that i have found recently to be really helpful is listening to the bible and audio mm. you know believe it or not uh for the first uh for almost the first two thousand years of Christianity, of the church. The primary way people encountered the scripture was by having it read to them. Right. You know what I mean? It's only been the last couple of hundred years where, you know, the printing press and, and books becoming cheap made it yeah. so that we could have copies of our Bible of our own or have them on our phone. Right. You know, and so it's totally okay as long as you're focused on it. Yeah. To, to listen to the Bible rather than read it. Right you know, or, or to listen to it in addition to reading it. Yeah. And so a lot of times, like, I'll listen to it while I'm in my car, I'll listen to it while I'm at the gym, and that gives me a good, uh, a good chance. You know, it takes me about 30 minutes mm -hmm. to get through 10 chapters on audio, hmm. and that's a good, yeah. like, chunk of scripture right. that I'm ingesting on a daily basis. Um, and, and I can still, I can still multitask in that I'm, you know, I'm, I can be doing something, I can be doing dishes, mm -hmm. I can be driving, I can be on a treadmill. Those are things I can do. Yeah. Um, and that's helped me um, when I was having a hard time finding time to set, a, set aside to sit somewhere quiet and read. Right. Because my house, I don't know about you, but my house is kind of <laughs> chaos at home because I got four kids. So it can be hard for me to find yeah. a spot. And you know, my wife's much better at that. My wife uh, is very good at like building out a time where right. she can sit and read. Yeah. Uh, but I struggle with that. And so okay. that's why the audio thing has made, been a real game changer right. for me. Yeah. And I mean, you said a key point in starting, find something that works for you. Right. You know, so I encourage people find a time, you know, so it's, I'm a morning person. So I'm usually up by five, you know, get a little breakfast wake up, throw the contacts in, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with my Bible by 5.30 or so. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a chair I like to sit in. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm building that habit. It's a time, it's a place, it's a rhythm. You know, so for you, it's the gym. You know, it's kind of, you know, those things are, it's helping our minds think, all right, I'm about to do this. I'm about to get into God's word. You know, so we're, we're building that rhythm, that habit. 
of um, Bible reading. But fine, you know, so maybe it's lunch break at work. Maybe it's the night time. I mean, I'm not a night person. Like, you, you put a movie on at 8 o'clock for me, and I, I'm out by 8.20. <laughs> so I'm, I'm done. I'm not the night reader. Some people are. My wife is. She's not the morning person. She's the night person. So find that time. Find that rhythm to get in. Now, I'm completely opposite, again, from where you are. Um, I have trouble in my Bible reading if I'm trying to read too much. Uh-huh. Then I get lost or I, my attention goes and I don't feel like I'm getting anything. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I'll pick a book of the Bible and I'll read that book just for the month. You know, so, you know, like I referenced Mark earlier, it's got 16 chapters. Okay, if I read a chapter a day, I'm at least going to get through Mark one time, you know, uh, 16, but I'm going to read it for the month. So I can get through Mark. and You can probably get through it twice. I can get through it twice. You've got to double up, up you know. Yeah. If I pick Philippians, four chapters in 31 days, man, I'm rocking Philippians, yeah. you know, or a longer book, I can double up and still get through Jeremiah or something in a month. So I sit down with that book, say, okay, here's how many chapters. I at least want to read one chapter a day. And so that helps me, though, stay in that rhythm with that book so that second or maybe third reading, man, I'm really starting to get to know it. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing things sometimes, as all people who read the Bible more than once will go, yeah, I've read this four or five times. Where was that? Right? No, yeah. it's, it's there. The Holy Spirit just taught it to you new. You know? and, mm-hmm. and so for me, I found that very effective. Um, but there are, you know, again, that's, you got to find what works and, and way God's going to use you in that. You know, you bring up a really important point when it, when you're talking about reading through books, uh, because I'll, t- I'll tell you something. There are a lot of devotionals out there, even by authors that we would really respect and written right. by na- names that we would recognize and say, yeah, this is a powerful man of God. And the devotional is like one verse. Right. And then like a couple paragraphs of, you know, like a story or, a, yeah. you know, and studying a verse isolated without any of its context, right. that can actually be very dangerous. Yes, yeah. You know, and so uh, we talked about this just a few minutes ago, but the idea of, of when you're reading scripture, read through a book, or you know, in my case, I'm actually reading through multiple books at once, right. but, but yeah, read through the books and get that context, yeah. because that re- that'll help you understand. Some of the, sometimes those problem passages that we run into right. are problematic because we don't know the, the verse before and after it. Right. You know, and, and, the, and the author himself will kind of clarify if you yeah. read, read scripture in context. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a really helpful thing, right. is to be reading through God's word. And, and that doesn't mean you don't have life verses, and that doesn't mean you don't have verses that you memorize right. that are helpful in certain situations. But just all of God's word, we should be learning and studying in context. Yeah, yeah, and I love, I love your approach too, because for those that may say, "Ah, I don't really have the time," well, yeah, you do. You just got to make the time. You got to budget the time. You know, like you said, you know, your wife's good at carving out that time, that space for you. The time is when you're in the gym or in the car. You know, so to think through in life, okay, I do have time to read my Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got the 15, 20, 30 minutes. It's cutting a show out or it's getting up a little earlier, staying up a little later, you know, just, just trying to find that sweet spot and rhythm of, of doing it. We make the time for things that are important to us. Mm-hmm. And it's important for us to remember that we have God's word. 
we have the gift. Again, this is a relatively new thing right. in human history yeah. that we have access to the word of God. We have it on our shelves. We have it in our pockets. We've got it on our phones. And we have the opportunity um, to be engaged with the words of God and to not take that time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're missing out. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So we run into how do you how do you get something each day out of a out of your Bible reading? Or <sighs> what do you do if you read something that day and it just really nothing clicked? So. I, I have had to learn to be okay with that. Okay. So one of the reasons, and I, I got saved young. Mm -hmm. I grew up in the church and for the first dec first couple of decades of my life really struggled with having any kind of consistent time in God's word. Mm. Part of that problem is, is we would go to church camp or retreat or mission trip. Yeah. And they would say, everybody go find a pretty spot on the beach or in the mountains and get your Bible open right. and spend some time with Jesus, have your quiet time, yeah. you know? And it was like, so I would associate um, having this very like emotional, very pleasant experience with God's word, mm. you know, where it was like, I'm sitting on this mountain and I'm, I'm out in nature <laughs> and creation and God is speaking yeah. to me. And then on Monday it would be time to go to work and I'd right. be sitting in the gym in the parking lot and, I, and I'd open my Bible up to Philippians because that's where I always open when it just opens by itself. <laughs> and I'd stick my finger and I'd read something and I was looking for the hallelujah chorus and the right. little like sparkly things are floating yeah. and I was waiting for the heavens to open and God to speak to me. And instead I just read, you know, be anxious for nothing but everything in prayer. And I was, right. and it, I wasn't having that reaction. I wasn't having that moment. Yeah. Um, and what I had to do was I had to train myself to be in the habit of yeah. doing it all the time. Right. And then what happened was I learned how to hear the still small voice. Mm. What would happen is, is I would read something on Monday and then on Tuesday I would be sitting at a stoplight and something that I'd read the day before would just kind of pop into my mind and something would click yeah. and I would go, oh, oh. <laughs> and I feel like that is how God's yeah. word speaks to us. Yeah. So for me, it's about, it's about maintain that consistent habit mm. and there's going to be days. I mean, again, like I'm reading 10 chapters. Okay. One of them is going to kind of pop. The other nine, I'm kind of like, right. I'm getting through it because yeah. this is, I'm trying to build a habit, Yeah. you know? And there's going to be one thing that I hear, or maybe a couple things I hear that, I, that make me go, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd never noticed that before. Yeah. Kind of like you're talking about when right. you're going through a book, you, yeah. you, you, you catch things you haven't caught before. And I would say, just be patient right. and listen for the, listen for that still small voice, but realize that every time you open up God's word, there's not going to be a choir of angels singing yeah. and learn to, to learn to get into the rhythm of just being consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And eventually it will, it will begin to speak to you yeah. and, you know, and God will use his word. His word, his word does not return void. Right. And you will start to see it impact your life. Even if you're not feeling the same way you feel mm -hmm. when you're off at church camp. Right. No, that's, that's outstanding. And, I agree 100% with, and I think the other thing, just to kind of wrap a bow on what you said, is we sometimes, we, we come to the Bible a lot of times for information, mm. but this is when we're relating to God. Enjoy just being in His presence. Enjoy just being in His Word. Yeah, I mean, just to think about that, there's times where, yeah, it's going to, you're going to, man, a verse is going to jump right out on your page, and then there are other times you're going to read Deuteronomy 30 and be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> what would you have for me on that today, Lord? I had you just to be with me. I mean, you know, yeah. I, that, that's what I had for you. 
you spent time with me. And, and to think through that, that's, that's helped me over the years is um, if I approach my Bible reading just for information, I'm only going to get information. I want, I want to know God, mm-hmm. and I get to be in His presence when I'm when I'm there with Him in His Word. So enjoy that. It's a good word. You know, enjoy that, and then it's going to be. Sometimes it's going to be kind of plugging through, and it's going to be a little hard. Sometimes it's going to be a little easier, but just keep on plugging. So awesome! Thank you for sharing that, and we thank you so much for joining us here. And uh, next episode is going to be probably one of the most downloaded, watched I would think in all of YouTube history. We're going to talk about fasting. So, I mean, I'm really excited about that. That's a spiritual habit that we often don't probably really practice. And so we're going to dive into that, practice that, talk a little bit more about that. And so if you are in our area, uh, we would love to have you here in person for our worship services at 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. You can join us online as well on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m. Thank you for subscribing to our YouTube page. That way that's going to keep you up to date on all of our content that comes out. We referenced one of our earlier episodes, episode one, on which Bible translation um, to use and ones that are out there. So we encourage you to go back and listen to that. Also listen to more of our Healthy Habits series as we just begin talking more and more about how to develop these habits as believers in Christ that will help us grow to be healthy. And so thanks for joining us. And until next time, I hope you have a great week and God bless.